I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice, and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to the first of my summer series episodes of Your Business Boost. These are episodes that I have created myself and with some of my business buddies and clients full of content that is going to give your life a boost over the summer break. As I promised last week, we're not talking shop over the break. You are going to have a beautiful rest, um, but I still wanted to continue bringing the podcast to you each week. So over the coming weeks, I am sharing content that you can listen to on a beautiful walk or while you're on a long car ride or lying on a sun lounger drinking a cocktail. If that's what you're doing, I really hope that that is what you are doing right now. And something that I thought would enhance that that experience is having something to read. So I have put together a summer reading list. These are my books of the year. These are books that I have read in 2021 that I have absolutely loved. Now, I will say up front that I have read so much this year, probably more than any year for a long time because We were in lockdown for a big chunk of the year and I was struggling to watch a lot of um, television or movies or anything like that. I think during lockdown, the kids and I watched um, Ted Lasso and we watched Parks and Recreation, but that was pretty much the bulk of my viewing consumption during that time. The rest of the time, I had my head in a book. So I did read a lot and um, I was ripping through about a book a week, which is a lot for me. So um, I have narrowed the list down as best I can to books that have really, really had an impact on me. And I've separated them. So the first batch of books I will talk about are on the sort of personal development front. I guess you could categorize them as. They're not all business books. Some of them have a business slant, but they are what they would be of interest to people even if they didn't have a business. And then the second batch are the fiction books of the year for me. So I'm going to get started because there's quite a few on here. Um, So the first book that I just could not put down absolutely loved. And I guess it is a business book, truthfully, and that is Samantha Will's autobiography of gold and dust. Oh my God. This book was absolutely incredible. First of all, beautifully, beautifully written. Samantha Wills, if you are not familiar with her, she's an Australian jewellery designer. She is just the most beautiful, creative woman. She's a beautiful human being. She built a enormous, very successful jewellery brand that was 
her name and she, you know, took it from her lounge room in her teeny tiny flat in Bondi Beach to the international stage. She was living in New York. She was building the business, you know, huge, huge business that she built. And what she's done in this book is she has like warts and all laid bare everything about that journey right from before she started, how the business came about, the the lessons that she learned, the most incredible like detail of her her shortcomings, um, her you know where things went spectacularly wrong, how close to the edge she skirted so many times. I mean. There were many moments when I was reading this book where my heart was actually in my mouth because I just, uh, first of all, I just wanted to like reach through the book and grab young Samantha and just sort of steer her back in the right direction. Um, obviously, I could not do that, but um, yeah, look, she, it's an incredible story and I think that it is a must read for anyone who has their own business because it really is warts and all. I have not read a book like that ever, really, I think, that is just so raw and honest about what it is like to build a business and something that she just gave her absolute heart and soul to. So, yeah, absolute must read if you haven't read it. And it's not really businessy, like it's not all facts and figures and stats. It's more of a personal story. So definitely something that you could read over the summer and not feel like you're, you know, reading a business Bible. The next book, which is kind of in a similar vein, is a book called 138 Dates by Rebecca Campbell. Rebecca is also an entrepreneur, a very successful entrepreneur. She created an app, which is something that I use every day of my life called Hey You. But this book is actually, it's not meant to be a business book. It is actually Rebecca's story of going on 138 dates. She set herself a quest to find a partner. She basically woke up one New Year's morning and I think it was New Year's morning. It might have been Boxing Day. Sorry, that I, sh- I should have fact-checked that before I recorded. Um, but basically, yeah, she was at home in her, like, hometown in New Zealand going, like, what the hell am I doing with my life? Um, and she set herself a mission to, first of all, it was 52 dates, so she was going to go on a date every, once a week, every week for the year and then, you know, by the number on the the title, 138 dates, obviously that didn't achieve the goal, but it's actually not a book about the dating. Like that's kind of secondary, I think. What I loved about this story was so as she was going through this process of finding her her true love through this very, you know, almost business-like process. And she had, you know, it's great. I mean, if you read the book, you'll see she had this approach where like she'd go to, she'd go to the same night of the week to the same restaurant. Like she had this whole process. And as she was going through that, she was also getting um, funding to 
grow her business, to actually launch and then grow um, Hey You. So these were sort of all happening in tandem. So it's a really great intertwined story of, yeah, her trying to find a, a life partner but also, yeah, growing the, getting the business off the ground. So, um, but what I loved is that again, a really honest, raw story. Um, but I think there's a lot that we can learn in from reading the book. I know for me, it was more just about like her her journey back to herself and how we can all be way better at relationships by actually, you know, being a bit more self aware and. Um, I just think it, I just, I don't, it's really hard actually to describe why I loved this book so much. Um, but it was one of those unputdownable, incredible stories and obviously true story. And yeah, I, I highly recommend that you read 138 dates. Something else that I listened to, which I absolutely love, which was another quest kind of book, was Shonda Rhimes' Year of Yes. Now, Shonda Rhimes is a television luminary, I suppose you would call her. She created Grey's Anatomy. She created Scandal. She created How to Get Away with Murder. She owns Thursday Night in the US, which if you are familiar with the television landscape, you know, and I guess it's maybe not so relevant now, but back in the day before streaming, um, that was the night to own. That was when all the great shows were on and she basically had a all of her shows were on Thursday night, but she herself was not doing so great. And I loved this story because she was confronted by her sister about the fact that she she was just kind of sort of just plodding through life really like all of this great stuff was happening but she was very very disengaged she was saying no to every opportunity she was working herself to death she was really overweight she was unhealthy she had unhealthy relationships she was just not the shiny version of Chandra that we all see now so this book is a very honest I know I've said that a lot but it, it is because and, and I think the reason that I feel like it was so honest is because I actually listened to this book on Audible and it was her that was reading it so um, I highly recommend listening to this book because she tells a tale and she is brutal like Chandra is brutal to pre-year of yes Chandra so um yeah just a great story of someone who made a decision to overhaul their life by saying yes to everything and just the crippling fears and insecurities that she had, even her, you know, we look at someone like her and you go, my God, she's a rock star. I mean, she's up there with like Oprah and and people like that. And you just go, how could someone like that be so crippled with like anxiety and, um, and fear? So Shonda Rhimes, Year of Yes, grab it on Audible and listen to it 
on your holidays. And then the next book that I also listened to this one, I was going to read it and then um, I realized that I had a credit on Audible and I thought, oh, stuff it, I really want to read it. So I'm just going to listen to it. And it is a book that Lorraine Murphy and I talked about in last week's episode and it is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And I know that there are a number of people who have read this book this year in my world, but I, I don't know if it's just because my radar was on it because I had read it. But this is another sort of, I guess, personal growth kind of book, which I really loved because um, Gay Hendricks talks a lot about um, our upper limiting behaviours and I just found it a really fascinating read. I also found it quite, um, I'll be truthful, like a, a bit confronting, not in a like ooh, kind of way, but just, you know, just like a, a spotlight was shining on some of the things that I do myself to maybe keep myself a bit smaller than I should. He also talks about, you know, your zone of competence, your zone of excellence and your zone of genius and his take on it and how, you know, that's where we should be striving to be in our zone of excellence. Um, but, yeah, I, I loved that. If you're, if you're into personal development, it's a great read. And then the final book on, the, the I guess, the personal nonfiction front is the Single Mothers Social Club by Jacinta Tynan. Now, full full disclosure here, Jacinta actually interviewed me when she was writing this book, and, and it wasn't just me. It was a whole bunch of other great women that she spoke to who were all single mums for, for varying reasons, whether by choice or, or not by choice. And her and I, we, we'd never met before, but um, we were we were connected through a mutual friend and she she had a 30-minute interview booked in with me and we were still talking two and a half hours later. We had such a big, deep, in-depth conversation. And, you know, I know, I know how books work. I thought, you know, this this will, you know, I'll end up one paragraph in the book or whatever. And, you know, as, as she was going through the editing process, she would send me snippets of our interview and go, you know, is this okay to publish? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. It's like, shit, did I say that? I can't remember saying that, but I did say it. And, you know, I stand by it and yep, sure, pop it in the book. That happened probably about a year ago, actually. And then the book came out in July and she sent me a note saying, you know, what's your address? I'll send you a copy. And then with COVID, I didn't actually get my copy of the book straight away. So it took me a while to read this book. And then I read it and I have never read anything that so beautifully captures what it is truly like to be a single mum. And I've read a lot. I was looking for a lot of reading when my marriage uh, ended and I also have read a lot since. And in, you know, nearly five years this has been the single best resource, and I'm not saying it because I'm in it. Um, I am saying it because Jacinta has just captured the feeling of what it's like perfectly, absolutely perfectly, and written it as like a manual, like a guidebook for anyone who is contemplating becoming a single parent, who is already one, who has become one, not of their own choosing, 
but also who I think it is absolutely perfect for is for the people who are in the world of the single mums. It's almost like I just want to run around and give this to everyone in my life to read because I think she just articulates so well what it's like and gives some really great advice for for the mums but also the friends and family of the mums about how you can be a great support to your friend or daughter or mother. I mean, you know, you think of all the people that that suddenly become single mothers. She has, yeah, she's beautifully captured it. So, you know, not, you know, not to want to get all doomy and gloomy, but um, as one of my business buddies who is a family lawyer told me last week that Christmas Day is the day that they get the most traffic to their website because so many marriages end over the silly season. My wish for you is that you live happily ever after and everything is well in your house, but just in case it isn't, just in case there's that little inkling there that, you know, you might want to leave or things might not be going so well. I really recommend this book. I wish that it was around, you know, five years ago when when things weren't going so great in my life because it would have helped me enormously. But it was still a beautiful thing to read now and I got so much out of it. So Single Mother's Social Club by Jacinta Tynan. Hey, lovely. I am interrupting today's episode to let you know that my annual planning day is going to be happening on Monday, the 10th of January, and I would love for you to join me. We are going to spend the day together virtually mapping out your year ahead. That's right. We are going to set you up for an absolutely incredible 2022. You will be setting your goals. You will be mapping out your action plan. You will be meeting some of my business buddies who are going to be sharing some business boosting tactics just for you. You are going to be in the company of a group of incredible action takers. And let me tell you something, you are not going to be glued to Zoom the entire day. You are going to have time to actually make a start on these plans that you're creating. And I am so, so excited to be there by your side to keep you on track and accountable. This is your chance to take time out of your business and real life to set yourself up for an incredible 2022. So if you would like to join me, jump on over to my website, michellebroadbent.com.au forward slash annual dash planning dash day. I know it's a mouthful. I've put the link in the show notes. Come and join me. Start 2022 as you mean to continue and set yourself up for a life and business of your dreams. Now back to today's episode. Now I am going to move on to my fiction books of the year. The first one is actually a book that had been around for a while that I resisted reading, and that was Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. Now, I was very late to the party on this book. I resisted reading it because everyone told me how sad it was. And I was like, I don't want to read a sad book. I don't want to be sad. I want to feel happy. And, you know, I resisted it for a long time. 
And then I think I even bought it and then had it sitting on my bedside table probably for a couple of months before I picked it up and read it. And oh my God, like I I couldn't put it down. It is it is terribly sad, but in a really beautiful way. Like I think if you are sad, you know, sometimes you just you, it's almost like you want to be sadder, like you just want to go right in the hole. And and this would be a great book to read if you were feeling that way. But it's also there's so many moments of hope. There's it's quite mesmerizing. It's beautifully written, but it is sad. Like I will, I will tell you that. I mean, it's what I'm including it here because I loved it so much. But I am. It's coming with a warning that you, wherever you read it, read it somewhere. Particularly the end. Oh my god! So I was in bed. I was finishing the book. I was in bed. Paul was fast. TMI. Paul was fast asleep beside me. It was like it, I, I couldn't put it down. So I was like reading it till the end, and I was sobbing. Like I was. I was like, you know, that sort of whole body sobbing, crying, I woke him up. Like he was like, what's, what's happened? What's wrong? And I'm (laughs) I'm not going to tell you what happens at the end, but um, yeah, it was very, uh, it's very, very sad, but a beautiful book. So if you haven't read that, that might be one to put on the list. The next book, which uh, I thought was like just perfect, summer holiday reading, like that really good beach read that, you know, you can sort of read while you've got half an eye on the kids in the water or whatever, is a book called Malibu Rising, which is by an author called Taylor Jenkins Reid. She also wrote Daisy and the Six, if that which came out a couple of years ago. So this is another one of those kind of Hollywood kind of family just messed up, very, very messed up family story, but oh, just lots of great characters and, you know, beautiful setting in Malibu. And yeah, I mean, it's a, quite a tragic tale, but it's a really great read and it's an easy read and it's something, yeah, that you could probably whip through in a couple of days on your sun lounger, as well as this being a great sun lounger read. There's something else that I recommend, which is a more of a thriller, which is called The Last Thing He Told Me. I've just realized I didn't write down the name of the author. I'll put it in the show notes, sorry. Um, but this is this is a really pacey thriller. This is like, I think I read this in like a day and a half. Like if you want like a really gripping page turner mystery, highly recommend The Last Thing He Told Me. And then the final recommendation is uh, like this isn't fiction, but it's it's like a fiction book. It's it's written by Justine Cullen. She was a beauty editor, and then she was the editor of Elle magazine. And she's written her autobiography. It's called Semi Gloss, and this is just a super fun romp through Justine's life. And if you are into fashion, beauty, magazines, she's just awesome. It's a great tale. I. I saw her speak at Wholehearted a couple of years ago, the Wholehearted event, and she, I remember like seeing her there with like two of her kids and she was just like this ethereal, mesmerising kind of um, woman. And um, when I saw that this had come out, I thought, oh, that looks really good and it really is. And just, yeah, a great 
beach read if you've if you've not read it. They are my books of the year. As I said, I have read so much this year and you know what? I'll probably, you know, hit publish on this episode and remember something else that I that I've really loved. But as I said, I just wanted to do an episode like this in case you were looking for something great to read over the summer. I love reading. I love losing myself in a book. I am part of a book club which challenges me to read books outside of what I would normally read. And I have read some really wonderful books. I've also read some not so fantastic books, but it's kind of the running joke in my book club where, you know, Michelle expects a certain type of book and I'm not interested in, you know, historical fiction or the <laughs> the book that we're meant to be reading over the summer holidays is um like a year in the life of a field or something like that. And that was announced at our Christmas dinner. And I, like, I I think my, the look on my face gave it away. Like everyone was just like, Michelle's not going to read that book. And you know what? I probably won't. But I do love being part of a book club and, and trying out different books throughout the year and also just getting to see my my wonderful book club buddies and, and hanging out with them every six weeks. If you are not a reader, I really suggest giving Audible a try. Um, I got an Audible subscription. Oh, I've probably had it for a bit over a year now, I reckon. And I actually got it because I was kind of running out of podcasts to listen to. And there were a few books. Um, I think I got it so that I could listen to Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Um and, you know, that was about, I think that went for about nine hours. So the great thing is, you know, is a book can go for many, many hours. It's a lot of content to consume, but that's a great way of inhaling stories if you're not interested in reading. So that is my wrap up of my books of the year. Let me know if you have read any of these, if you loved them, hated them, if you're planning on reading them, if you do read them, hey, you know, send me a screenshot of you reading one of my recommendations. I promise you I will absolutely get a kick out of that. And if you, I mean, you can sort of get, I guess, an idea of the sort of things that I love from this episode. If there's anything that you think that I should read over summer, I am here for the recommendations. So send them my way. So have an amazing week and enjoy your holidays and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.